0: Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to God's Whole Story. My name is Ryan. I'm here today with Chelsea. It's just us today, guys. This is yeah, like us discount in the rain. day. I wonder if you can. Yeah, you might be hear able to the hear it hear, rain. It is. Pouring it's outside right now. Uh, our studio is a little janky, so you can probably maybe. The studio hear the is such
0: a generous term for what we're doing right now. <laughs> it's very generous.
1: It's like former closet with microphones. Oh, man. So we are reading now uh, Proverbs that were kind of like reinstituted by Hezekiah. Um, as we read through these Proverbs, Chelsea does a fantastic job reading the Proverbs. Um, <laughs> it's, what, <'cause> it's edited. <laughs> it sounds good because it's edited. Um what stuck out to you Chelsea as you were as you were reading it?
0: Um the thing that stuck out to me the most is um the couple of verses, not couple, I mean several verses about laziness. Hmm. Um I think laziness is one of those vices or sins that we don't talk about much because yeah. it's culturally and socially acceptable to be lazy. Wow. <laughs> I think I don't know. And we talked about, before we started recording, we talked about how, I think it's, you said situational? How'd you put it?
1: Well, I mean, it's subjective. I mean, what I think is lazy may not, like, most likely is not what God thinks is lazy. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I just, I mean, and and as you look at different cultures and how they run their days because the weather's different, the, you know, I mean, like.
0: Right. It's kind of like, I, I don't know if I want to bring this up. I would say as far as like cultures and stuff like that, it's kind of like modesty, like. Okay. Um, and here's, here's how I would define laziness on the fly. I think for me, if it's, if I know I should be doing something, but I can't bring myself to just get up and do it. <laughs> um, and it's because, not because I'm like sick or something like that, but like, because I'm just lazy.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna put a little bit of a spin on that. Do I it. think another thing that's again, that was on the that's fly <laughs> very acceptable is spiritual laziness.
0: Oh, hundred um, percent. And that's a big it part is, of it. It's
1: definitely sinful. Mm-hmm. Um it's not something again, it's not something we talk about a lot, but it's like, you know, it it's it's become cliche to say, like, hey guys, like I know that well, it's it's actually in our intro, I think. It's it's really hard to read the Bible. It's like, what? Why? Like, <laughs> do you want to hear from God or not? <laughs> um and I, I think that's spiritual laziness, and I think that it's probably an epidemic um, within our own culture um, because you have all these people that are con- confused about what God's will is, but they also spend no time hearing from God. Yeah, it's like, of course you're confused.
0: I think that's true, and I think, I think spiritual laziness feeds into our actual laziness. Like, yes, I think you can be very. I think it can inform how you work and your diligence, and I think like diligence is an important thing to learn, as yeah. you can see in Proverbs and other things. I mean, when God made the world, he told us to work. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's our, our cultural mandate or yeah. the Genesis mandate, I yeah. guess, it's, is to...
0: It's not supposed to be this, um, I think sin has made it that way, this mm-hmm. drag. It's supposed to be a joy to be able to work and do it unto the Lord. Not saying it's easy <laughs> or natural, but because of our sin, it kind of falls into, it's something that we don't want to do.
1: Get off your butt and enjoy that curse, people. Uh,
0: I mean, and I'm not saying I'm like I struggle with this. I struggle with laziness. I really do.
1: <laughs> it's so it's so tough because I I would say that I have a background of like I didn't know many lazy people at all, like at all. Like I I knew a lot of people that actually worked way too much. Hmm. Um, so I think that's why I'm like a little bit hesitant, is because it's like, well, like I I know what the other side of that looks like um, just like working all the time. And like, right. You know, like I, I come from a place with primarily farmers and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Like you, you can't be a farmer and be lazy. It's mm-hmm. not possible.
0: And I'm, I'm thinking more outside of work. I feel like I do. Okay. Work wise. Yeah. But, um, for me, laziness creeps in sometimes in my parenting. Yeah. Like there's other ways well, I get you can that. be lazy. Yeah. Um, where I just don't take the time to do what I know I should do when it comes to disciplining my children or, teaching them about the God, like they're just because I had kids doesn't mean I'm done. Like I have to like raise them and disciple them and it's hard work. It is hard work. Um, so yeah, that's what stuck out to me. Uh,
1: (laughs) I am continuing to see how much in the Bibles, uh, particularly like when people are, are giving wisdom. So particularly in like wisdom books or like little diatribes and other books that are specifically for like, this is how you should live your life. Mm -hmm. Um, there is so much within the context of the Bible that is like, just be quiet mm. like like just stop talking <laughs> um so i'm i'm a co-host of a podcast obviously <laughs> i like to talk um it's just interesting to me. It does seem like one of those things that is a, a thread throughout the Bible. Like I taught in youth group last night, James three and James three is like the, the tongue is a fire. It's a deadly poison. It sets on your, it sets your whole yeah. body on Harsh fire words. <laughs> as it's set on fire by hell. That's James three. Um, like there's, there's a lot of wisdom within the Bible that is like, Hey, just, just hold your tongue. Don't say a lot of crazy stuff. Like, <laughs> Maybe just think about things a little bit more. Maybe seek wisdom a little bit more. Don't praise yourself. Let other people praise you. Mm -hmm. Like, don't seek an audience with the king. Let him seek you. Mm -hmm. Don't promote yourself. Let people notice you. There's so much in the Bible that is like, be patient, be calm, be wise, be quiet.
0: Yeah. And we, so we read these things in these wisdom books and they're echoed a lot in the
1: New Testament. I wonder why. I wonder why. It's almost like the Old Testament (laughs) was their primary text. (laughs) Um yeah I think I think James um I think so so I'm talking specifically about James 3 like hold your tongue be quiet um James obviously knew a lot of Old Testament and he watched his half brother Jesus live that out mm-hmm. so James has a really unique perspective yeah. maybe one of the more unique perspectives of all That's biblical literature point. um I think he probably feels strongly about that because he watched Jesus do it um think You know, imagine if you knew you were God. I'd probably be, I'd probably be talking to everybody about what I thought.
0: Jesus probably wasn't lazy at all.
1: (laughs) Well, he definitely wasn't spiritually lazy. Carving things all the time. (laughs) Yeah, i was just thinking of how many times he had to probably just like, yeah, they'll they'll seek wisdom eventually. Hmm. I don't know. That's all conjecture. Don't hear me. And like, that's definitely how Jesus lived.
0: Um. One other thing that I think we should touch on. It's probably backwards. We probably should have this first. But the reason why we're in Proverbs right now yeah. is because Hezekiah rebuilt the temple or reformed everything. And as he was having the priests clean out the temple, they found these Proverbs of Solomon. Yeah. Um, so we know that from the book of Proverbs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it says it in like the heading. And uh that's why it's in here right now. We already went through Proverbs, but now we're talking about more Proverbs because Hezekiah found them it, at
1: this it's, point. It's subtle to note, but it's actually not the heading. It's actually like the actual text of oh, Proverbs. Oh, shoot. I didn't read that. um it's actually, so sorry, guys. It's actually verse one of Proverbs 25 says that. And it's important because the, the headings are made by people afterwards. Oh, I did read that. Yeah.
0: I thought you meant like the little thing at the top.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so it, like, I'm just, it's it's a little bit of a... I don't know. It's it's a little bit of a nuanced point, I guess. It might not be super important, but like the actual text of Proverbs says that, mm-hmm. not the heading, because the right. heading is like, the heading is added by editors and stuff later on. It's not God-inspired.
0: Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, but if you want to know what the heading says. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it right. It says, right. King Hezekiah collected many of Solomon's Proverbs, and he ordered the Levites to use the Psalms of David and Asaph. The Proverbs he collected and the undated Proverbs are presented here followed by the undated Psalms. Yep. So that's why we're reading Proverbs in the middle of Second Kings.
1: There you go. <laughs> and that comes from the Proverbs, not the NLT. Right. <laughs> Yay.
0: Guys, thanks so much for listening today to God's Whole Story. I hope you're enjoying this journey as we walk through the Old Testament right now. I'm like really falling in love with the Old Testament all over again. I
1: like these stories. You're looking at me like you don't agree, but... <laughs> no, I, de- I definitely do. I, I okay. was actually deciding not to make a larger point, but yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Um, Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow.
1: Sorry for my face,
0: guys. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Proverbs 25, beginning in verse 1. These are more Proverbs of Solomon collected by the advisors of King Hezekiah of Judah. It is God's privilege to conceal things and the king's privilege to discover them. No one can comprehend the height of heaven, the depth of the earth or all that goes on in the king's mind. Remove the impurities from silver, and the sterling will be ready for the silversmith. Remove the wicked from the king's court, and his reign will be made secure by justice. Don't demand an audience with the king, or push for a place among the great. It's better to wait for an invitation to the head table than to be sent away in public disgrace. Just because you've seen something, don't be in a hurry to go to court, for what will you do in the end if your neighbor deals with you a shameful defeat? When arguing with your neighbor, don't betray another person's secret. Others may accuse you of gossip, and you will never regain your good reputation. Timely advice is lovely, like golden apples in a silver basket. To one who listens, valid criticism is like a gold earring or other gold jewelry. Trustworthy messengers refresh like snow in summer. They revive the spirit of their employer. A person who promises a gift but doesn't give it is like clouds and wind that bring no rain. Patience can persuade a prince, and soft speech can break bones. Do you like honey? Don't eat too much or it will make you sick. Don't visit your neighbors too often or you will wear out your welcome. Telling lies about others is as harmful as hitting them with an axe, wounding them with a sword, or shooting them with a sharp arrow. Putting confidence in an unreliable person in times of trouble is like chewing with a broken tooth or walking on a lame foot. Singing cheerful songs to a person with a heavy heart is like taking someone's coat in cold weather or pouring vinegar in a wound. If your enemies are hungry, give them food to eat. If they are thirsty, give them water to drink. You will heap burning coals of shame on their heads and the Lord will reward you. As surely as a north wind brings rain, so a gossiping tongue can cause anger. It's better to live alone in the corner of an attic than with a quarrelsome wife in a lovely home. Good news from far away is like cold water to the thirsty. If the godly give in to the wicked, it's like polluting a fountain or muddying a spring. It's not good to eat too much honey, and it's not good to seek honors for yourself. A person without self-control is like a city with broken down walls. Honor is no more associated with fools than snow with summer or rain with harvest. Like a fluttering sparrow or a darting swallow, an undeserved curse will not land on its intended victim. Guide a horse with a whip or a donkey with a bridle and a fool with a rod to his back. Don't answer the foolish arguments of fools or you'll become as foolish as they are. Be sure to answer the foolish arguments of fools or they'll become wise in their own estimation. Trusting a fool to convey a message is like cutting off one's feet or drinking poison. A proverb in the mouth of a fool is as useless as a paralyzed leg. Honoring a fool is as foolish as tying a stone to a slingshot. A proverb in the mouth of a fool is like a thorny branch brandished by a drunk. An employer who hires a fool or bystander is like an archer who shoots at random. As a dog returns to its vomit, so a fool repeats his foolishness. There is more hope for fools than for people who think they are wise. The lazy person claims, there's a lion on the road. Yes, I'm sure there's a lion out there. As a the door swings back and forth on its hinges, so the lazy person turns over in bed. Lazy people take food in their hand, but don't even lift it to their mouth. Lazy people consider themselves smarter than seven wise counselors. Interfering in someone else's argument is as foolish as yanking a dog's ears. Just as damaging as a madman shooting a deadly weapon is someone who lies to a friend and says, I was only joking. Fire goes out without wood and quarrels disappear when gossip stops. A quarrelsome person starts fights as easily as hot embers light charcoal or fire lights wood. Rumors are dainty morsels that sink deep into one's heart. Smooth words may hide a wicked heart just as a pretty glaze covers a clay pot. People may cover their hatred with pleasant words, but they're deceiving you. They pretend to be kind, but don't believe them. Their hearts are full of many evils. While their hatred may be concealed by trickery, their wrongdoing will be exposed in public. If you set a trap for others, you'll get caught in it yourself. If you roll a boulder down on others, it will crush you instead. A lying tongue hates its victims, and flattering words cause ruin. Don't brag about tomorrow, since you don't know what the day will bring. Let someone else praise you, not your own mouth. A stranger, not your own lips." A stone is heavy and sand is weighty, but the resentment caused by a fool is even heavier. Anger is cruel and wrath is like a flood, but jealousy is even more dangerous. An open rebuke is better than hidden love. Wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. A person who is full refuses honey, but even bitter food tastes sweet to the hungry. A person who strays from home is like a bird that strays from its nest. The heartfelt counsel of a friend is as sweet as perfume and incense. Never abandon a friend, either yours or your father's. When disaster strikes, you won't have to ask your brother for assistance. It's better to go to a neighbor than to a brother who lives far away. Be wise, my child, and make my heart glad. Then I will be able to answer my critics. A prudent person foresees danger and takes precautions. The simpleton goes blindly on and suffers the consequences. Get security from a person who guarantees a stranger's debt. Get a deposit if he does it for foreigners. A loud and cheerful greeting early in the morning will be taken as a curse. A quarrelsome wife is as annoying as a constant dripping on a rainy day. Stopping her complaints is like trying to stop the wind or trying to hold something with greased hands. As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. As workers who tend a fig tree are allowed to eat the fruit, so workers who protect their employer's interests will be rewarded. As a face is reflected in water, so the heart reflects the real person. Just as death and destruction are not satisfied, so human desire is never satisfied. Fire tests the purity of silver and gold, but a person is tested by being praised. You cannot separate fools from their foolishness, even though you grind them like grain with mortar and pestle. Know the state of your flocks and put your heart into caring for your herds, for riches don't last forever and the crown might not be passed to the next generation. After the hay is harvested and a new crop appears and the mountain grasses are gathered in, your sheep will provide wool for clothing and your goats will provide the price of a field. And you will have enough goat's milk for yourself, your family, and your servant girls. The wicked run away when no one is chasing them, but the godly are bold as lions. When there is mortal rot within a nation, its government topples easily. But wise and knowledgeable leaders bring stability. A poor person who oppresses the poor is like a pounding rain that destroys the crops. To reject the law is to praise the wicked, to obey the law is to fight them. Evil people don't understand justice, but those who follow the Lord understand completely. Better to be poor and honest than to be dishonest and rich. Young people who obey the law are wise. Those with wild friends bring shame to their parents. Income from charging high interest rates will end up in the pocket of someone who is kind to the poor. God detests the prayers of a person who ignores the law. Those who lead good people along an evil path will fall into their own trap, but the honest will inherit good things. Rich people may think they are wise, but a poor person with discernment can see right through them. When the godly succeed, everyone is glad. When the wicked take charge, people go into hiding. People who conceal their sins will not prosper, but if they confess and turn from them, they will receive mercy. Blessed are those who fear to do wrong, for the stubborn are headed for serious trouble. A wicked ruler is as dangerous to the poor as a roaring lion or an attacking bear. A ruler with no understanding will oppress his people, but one who hates corruption will have a long life. A murderer's tormented conscience will drive him into the grave. Don't protect him. The blameless will be rescued from harm, but the crooked will suddenly be destroyed. A hard worker has plenty of food, but a person who chases fantasies ends up in poverty. The trustworthy person will get a rich reward, but a person who wants quick riches will get into trouble. Showing partiality is never good, yet some will do wrong for a mere piece of bread. Greedy people try to get rich quick, but don't realize they're headed for poverty. In the end, people appreciate honest criticism far more than flattery. Anyone who steals from his father and mother and says, what's wrong with that is no better than a murderer. Greed causes fighting. Trusting the Lord leads to prosperity. Those who trust their own insight are foolish, but anyone who walks in wisdom is safe. Whoever gives to the poor will lack nothing, but those who close their eyes to poverty will be cursed. When the wicked take charge, people go into hiding. When the wicked meet disaster, the godly flourish. Whoever stubbornly refuses to accept criticism will suddenly be destroyed beyond recovery. When the godly are in authority, the people rejoice, but when the wicked are in power, they groan. The man who loves wisdom brings joy to his father, but if he hangs around with prostitutes, his wealth is wasted. A just king gives stability to his nation, but one who demands bribes destroys it. To flatter friends is to lay a trap for their feet. Evil people are trapped by sin, but the righteous escape, shouting for joy. The godly care about the rights of the poor, but the wicked don't care at all. Mockers can get a whole town agitated, but the wise will calm anger. If a wise person takes a fool to court, there will be ranting and ridicule, but no satisfaction. The bloodthirsty hate blameless people, but the upright seek to help them. Fools vent their anger, but the wise quietly hold it back. If a ruler pays attention to liars, all his advisors will be wicked. The poor and the oppressor have this in common. The Lord gives sight to the eyes of both. If a king judges the poor fairly, his throne will last forever. To discipline a child produces wisdom, but a mother is disgraced by an undisciplined child. When the wicked are in authority, sin flourishes, but the godly will live to see their downfall. Discipline your children, and they will give you peace of mind, and make your heart glad. When people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild, but whoever obeys the law is joyful. Words alone will not discipline a servant, but words may be understood, but they are not heeded." There is more hope for a fool than for someone who speaks without thinking. A servant pampered from childhood will become a rebel. An angry person starts fights. A hot-tempered person commits all kinds of sin. Pride ends in humiliation, while humility brings honor. If you assist a thief, you only hurt yourself. You are sworn to tell the truth, but you dare not testify. Fearing people is a dangerous trap, but trusting the Lord means safety. Many seek the the ruler's favor, but justice comes from the Lord. The righteous despise the unjust, the wicked despise the godly.